Aloha and welcome to Conversations to Enlighten and Heal. Today I will be speaking with leading edge scientist, healer, and educator Dr. Jude Curvin. Dr. Curvin will conclude today's show with a guided universal heart meditation. Conversations is sponsored by HealthMasterySystems.com, holistic products for body, mind, and soul, and PurePlantEssentials.com, organic aromatherapy. Please visit these websites today. Be sure to visit the iTunes store and subscribe for the complete lineup of shows on conversations to enlighten and heal. From an early age, Dr. Jude Curvin began experiencing multidimensional realities and has researched consciousness, perennial wisdom, and metaphysics since early childhood. Jude holds a Ph.D. in archaeology and a master's degree in physics from Oxford University with a specialty in cosmology and quantum physics. In 2004, Jude completed a second Ph.D. with her thesis entitled Walking Between Worlds, an exploration of ancient wisdom teachings and the connection between people, the earth, and the wider cosmos. Jude has worked with wisdom keepers of many traditions and leads groups on sacred journeys throughout the world. Her book, The Thirteenth Step, recounts the revelatory and transformational experiences of a series of pilgrimages she led between 2001 and 2006 to Egypt, South Africa, China, Alaska, Peru, Australia, New Zealand, Chile, Easter Island, Hawaii, Britain, and Israel. Jude is also the author of The Wave, The Eighth Chakra, Cosmos, A Co-Creator's Guide to the Whole World, which was co-authored with Dr. Irvin Laszlo, and Heart, Mind, and Purpose, a double CD of her teachings and attunements. Jude's books have already been translated into ten languages. Today, Jude will be sharing news from her recent journeys to Israel, Jordan, and the islands of Malta. Please visit Jude's website, judecurvin.com, to learn more about Jude and her upcoming workshops and sacred journeys. That's judecurvin.com. If you're ready to learn more about the emerging future potentialities for our world, then today's show is for you. Please welcome to the show my very special guest, Dr. Jude Curvin. Welcome to the show, dear Jude. It's such an honor to have you with us. I'm so excited to have you as a returning guest on the show. Aloha, KG, and, and welcome to all our listeners. It's lovely to be back with you. You recently journeyed to Israel and Jordan. Tell us about your experiences there and how your experiences link to the bigger picture of the situation in the Middle East. Well, as you, as you mentioned earlier, KG, I first went out to Israel back in 2006, um, which was the 13th journey that I, I write about in the 13th step and the energetic purpose of that journey was to really bring back um, to the, uh, the Holy of Holies of the uh, the temple on Temple Mount in Jerusalem the Divine Feminine, the essence of the Divine Feminine which tradition says left there um, in about AD 66 as a whole sort of um, Talmud tradition, a whole esoteric tradition of the Shekinah, the Divine Feminine, leaving Jerusalem in that era. And my sense at that time, back in 2006, was that when the State of Israel was formed, um, there would be no welcoming back, there would be no um, energetic uh, calling for the, the Divine Feminine to, to return. And really, that has been one of the, 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 the basis 
of the ongoing um, divisions and schisms and, and issues that, that actually are centered there to this day. Mm. And whilst we return, you know, energetically called back um, the Divine Feminine in 2006, one of the things that I was very clear on was that to consummate, if you like, the esoteric marriage, the, the, the sacred marriage of the Divine Feminine mm-hmm. and the Divine Masculine um, there, um, that the divine masculine needed to be healed and at that time the masculine psyche was was badly wounded and the last three years I've been working to understand that wounding and how it's actually traced back to the time of Abraham and before in fact Mm. and how that wounding has between brothers and between father and son has gone across generations and down through generations Mm -hmm. to actually culminate in the schisms that we find there today. So in understanding, Mm -hmm. if you like, the energetic cause of those schisms, Mm -hmm. just as we would do in in personal healing when we go back to the cause of our own um, issues and and, and problems and, and, and risks within us, then what I was trying to do and what we were trying to do as, as groups was to understand on a collective level and a cultural level the, the source of the, um, if you like, the Palestinian-Israeli conflict and tracing that back for four millennia and more um, to both understand it and actually therefore be able to understand what we could do to heal it. Mm-hmm. So would you say that has been like a myth that has been operating? I think it's more than a myth. It's actually, when we look at, I work with the bigger picture, as as our our listeners will know from our last conversation. And so what I'm looking to do around the world and my healing work around the world, the planetary healing work I I do, in in service to the shift, in service to our collective shift of awareness, Mm. is to understand the causes, the emotional and the spiritual causes, as well as the historical causes of problems that, that are still in conflicts that we're still trying to deal with and the intran- apparently in, intransigent problems that we're trying to deal with now because as a healer, and I'm sure many of our listeners are healers and I know you're a healer, mm-hmm. we all realize that you know, we can't heal, um, you know, we can't just treat the symptoms, the physical symptoms as it were, of a dis-ease, mm-hmm. we also have to go back and understand and, and the heal the energetic mm-hmm. causes of that dis-ease. And what's applicable on a personal level mm-hmm. also applies to us on cultural, mm-hmm. on national, and on collective levels. Mm-hmm. So within the Middle East, we see what's playing out um, on the surface, but rather like looking at you know personal disease or indeed looking at an ocean and just seeing the waves on the surface of the ocean. Right. We have to go deeper if we're to understand and ultimately heal, um, you know that disease, uh, uh, the, the, you know that is cultural and, and mm-hmm. ethnic and mm-hmm. historical as it is mm-hmm. in the Middle East. So there's a unity, a healing, a unity. As you were saying, we're because I mean, you know, they talk about we're we're suffering from a split mind. I think we're we're suffering from a split mind, but also a split heart. Split heart. And a split sense of purpose as well. I mean, Mm -hmm. this goes deeply within our psyche. Mm -hmm. And certainly the work that we've been doing has been looking at the wounding, especially how it relates to the 
the masculine psyche, mm-hmm. uh, which of course also affects the feminine. And and we mustn't forget that within us, the masculine, the feminine, and the child energy mm-hmm. energies mm-hmm. all are interwoven. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever gender we're born mm-hmm. into. Mm-hmm. So when there's a when there is a um, uh, you know when there's, there's a wounding in the masculine psyche, mm-hmm. it affects us. It affects us the masculine part of ourselves as women, the masculine part of ourselves as men, the masculine you know part of of, of whoever we are. Mm-hmm. Well, everything is working in a hologram. Uh, Absolutely, yes. Yes. and of course that's why exactly why it's working out on all these scales of existence. It's mm-hmm. you know it's working on the personal, it's working on the level of the family, it's working on the level of the community, mm-hmm. on the level of the nation, on the level of the of, of the whole culture, on the level mm-hmm. of the collective. Mm-hmm. So it ripples up and down all those scales mm-hmm. of existence and experience. So. Uh, you're, what you're talking about is really how seeing the bigger picture is helping us to deal with the current, uh, the turmoil of the current events we're experiencing. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And I heard President Obama's speech in Cairo today, mm-hmm. and I was absolutely inspired by it because I think for the first time, although he didn't specify the, the sort of the, the the spiritual aspect of this. From what he was saying, I think it's very clear that he too sees the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And although he realizes that that speech today, which which sort of held out a hand to bridge across the divides, um, has to be followed up by by step by step action. Mm-hmm. I really do feel that he's got an understanding of, if you like, the spiritual and emotional causes mm-hmm. that do go back millennia and sort of you know resulted in the situation we've got now and without you know denying instead of which acknowledging and honoring all the steps that led to this place a realization that if we hold ourselves as prisoners of the past we can never heal it Mm -hmm. yeah and this is about healing our past and co-creating our future Mm mm-hmm so would you say that is the emerging bigger picture theme of 2009? I do, really, I do. I feel that, as we, we were saying with the personal healing, it's understanding and, and honoring, acknowledging the, the, the divides of the past on, you know, and what has caused us to have those schisms within mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. and the emotional rifts within us, mm-hmm. but actually to look with fairness, with respect, with honesty at both, you know, certainly in the Middle East, if you like, both sides mm-hmm. of that schism. Yeah, it's no longer on, it's choosing this or that, it's both. Exactly. Making room for both. Yeah. And he said something I thought was, was, was very well put, is that, you know, not to deny um, and in fact to fully acknowledge the horror of the Holocaust and therefore the wound in the Jewish psyche that needs Israel and the uh, the ideal of Israel to to heal, but also that the Palestinians are suffering significantly at, at an ongoing level through that process, and that it can't be an either or; it must be a both. And you know there must be honesty in that dialogue. And having been in Israel, and we were actually based in the West Bank, so although we were spending time in Jerusalem. We were actually originally based in Bethlehem, mm-hmm. um, the place of, of Je- the birth of Jesus, mm-hmm. which is a, a, a Palestinian West Bank t- 
town, but it is under the occupation of, of the Israeli forces. Mm-hmm. And just how incredibly difficult that is on a day-by-day basis for the Palestinian people. Mm-hmm. And then to go into Jerusalem and see how nobody wins, nobody wins from this ongoing um, rift um, that, that, you know, is divisive, and, and yet there is still... Um, this clinging to the past and this this clinging yes. to fear, really, yes. on both sides. Yes, yes. So you just returned from the island of Malta. Oh, what did you discover there, Jude? Well, it was a wonderful time. <laughs> These things always are, KG, as you know too, and I'm sure our listeners do. The 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 timing couldn't have been more perfect. That we're in Israel and and Jordan working to heal the wounded masculine energies at a causal level. Um, and it was, it, you know, we, we have many interesting, you know, fascinating synchronicities and stories coming out of Israel. But then, having done that work in Israel and Jordan, to then go to Malta. Now, Malta is the, you know, the, the story of Malta and the monuments of Malta are very, very ancient. They're, you know, even on the um, Orthodox archaeological aging, they're the oldest monuments freestanding monuments we have in the world today mm-hmm. you know, they go back yeah the landscape is dotted with them oh absolutely mm-hmm. and we were able to to have amazing experiences in them but you know there, there are there are there's researchers now and their alignments and and positioning and more importantly um the underwater uh, uh, uh sites that appear to be ruins of, of temples, although oh, so did you go cool. underwater? This time not, but I am a diver, I'm a <laughs> scuba diver, so I'm hoping to be able to go back and dive some of these sites for myself, <laughs> hopefully later this year. But I really do want to, to, to test them out, and there's certainly some very good research of local researchers, such as Francis uh, Aliozio um, and Anton Missoud, who are based in Malta, uh, and others such as Graham Hancock that have written around about these sites that do strongly suggest that they are real. And if that's the case, then we have to push the time scale for these monuments mm-hmm. um, back to something like two and a half, uh, ten and a half thousand BC, mm-hmm. and certainly experiencing within them that I have a very um, strong sense is likely to be the case, mm-hmm. which says that they're you know, they're Atlantean, mm-hmm. or that era. Mm-hmm. And certainly what we found in Malta, and I've been finding this through dreams and through synchronicities, even before we went there, how strong the energy of the ancestors is there. And it's an energy, it's a, it's a, a wellspring of wisdom, and it's a wellspring of balanced wisdom, mm-hmm. where the masculine, the feminine, and the child energies are honoured and mm-hmm. balanced. And we were finding there that, you know, that we had some incredible experiences that were really bringing this trinity, this cosmic trinity, that lies within each of us and all of us, was very much coming to the fore. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Sounds so it really rich. Was. And it was like just, very rich. the energies there are just so gently strong, strongly mm-hmm. gentle, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So the nature spirits seem very... Well, the nature spirits, the, the landscape, the, the voices of the ancestors coming mm-hmm. forward, the energies of the sites themselves. 
it's a, it's an energy that asks you to listen quietly to its wisdom. Mm-hmm. It doesn't shout at you, mm-hmm. but it's very powerfully there. Mm-hmm. Oh, wonderful! So, what spiritual understanding of the shift is your un- ongoing planetary healing work revealing, Jude? I think there's a number of things, KG. I think you refer to the hologram. I think very, very clearly how our own state of being ripples out and affects us on a collective level. Each and every one of us is both receiving and transmitting the the, the sort of the, the energies of our of, of our beliefs about ourselves, our beliefs about the world, mm-hmm. how we therefore interact with each other and the wider cosmos. Mm-hmm. And that ripples, it's rather like a musical scale of notes. It's it's rippling up and down and, and wider and, 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 and uh, you know, larger and smaller within the hologram. And so as each of us work within ourselves mm-hmm. on our own spiritual journey. Yeah, deepening in our own mysteries. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Then we... It, so it is on a wider scale and vice versa. So that's one very important point. I think the second important point is is just how when we look below the surface of, of the turmoil perhaps we're seeing in so many of our lives, we are when we really feel in the universal heart that connection with the bigger picture, mm-hmm. we realize just how perfectly everything is unfolding yes. with the shift. Yes. Yes, how it's divinely orchestrated and and being cha- like we're channels. It's just happening through us, and we are being evolved. Absolutely. Yes. And therefore, you know, it is flowing through us, and it is perfectly unfolding. So, as I keep saying to people, just keep showing up. <laughs> keep showing up, saying yes. I meditate a lot. <laughs> I get into a transcendent state and just do a hookup with my own, uh, some people call it an oversoul, I call it the mother matrix, the mother of my soul, and and just surrender to that, uh, all coming into alignment and getting information to come in to help birth a, a greater consciousness of myself and my place in the world. Absolutely, absolutely. And one of the things that I've found over the years and certainly ever more is how much incredible help we have and, and how mm-hmm. um, you know the, the angelic realms the mm-hmm. demonic realms the living mm-hmm. consciousness of Gaia mm-hmm. is, a, is a co-creating a co-creative partner with us yes. in this shift yes yes and do you think people are, are it seems to be that more people are aligning with that and are that's becoming more of a prevalent you know people are talking about that more it seems like people are more open to these other dimensions and assistance from the spiritual world yeah I really feel that and that's true I mean I teach in Japan as well as the states and throughout Europe and and, and worldwide and and everywhere, you know, this shift is gathering pace at an incredible mm-hmm. rate. Mm-hmm. And everywhere people are, as we are, and I'm sure many of our listeners are, feeling that, you know, spirit is flowing through us, our mm-hmm. higher selves are flowing through us. And when we open ourselves to that and allow ourselves and trust that flow, 
their miracles are happening. You know, the level of synchronicities and magical moments and, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, yeah, everyday miracles. Mm-hmm. You know, the extraordinary in the ordinary and the ordinary in the extraordinary mm-hmm. is, is becoming greater and, and greater. Yeah. Um, and, it's, and it's not just when we meditate. It's 24-7. Yes. Yes, the weavings, the weavings that are, yes, becoming apparent. So, so um, uh, speak a little bit about 2009 as a gateway year. That two and nine, eleven, sort of as portals, you know, as a gateway. Could you speak about that a little bit? I'd be happy to. I mean, as you say, two and nine make eleven. Um, which is a master number, and I, I feel that in each of our lives, what's coming up, and we, you and I have spoken very briefly about this in our own lives, and again, I, I, I'd be surprised if our listeners aren't experiencing it in their lives too. Things are coming up that challenge each and every one of us, mm-hmm. but each and every challenge is personal to us. Um, I'm finding that in my life, those areas that perhaps I thought I dealt with are coming up one last time to mm-hmm. really be dealt mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. And it's different for me um, than it is for fr- other friends of mine. Um, but I'm finding that what's coming up for them is perfect for them mm-hmm. to offer a last, you know, an opportunity to really deal with things once and for all and go beyond the old limiting beliefs and, and ideas about ourselves and really be liberated, really be free from those old, outmoded ways of thinking mm-hmm. and believing and acting. Mm-hmm. And what is coming up, therefore, is perfect mm-hmm. in its challenge. Mm-hmm. And it's not a challenge that... Um, it's a challenge that each of us can meet and transcend. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the transitional process we're all going through. Mm-hmm. Whether it's fears for security, whether it's emotional, whether you know it's 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 uh, abandonment patterns, whether it's abusive patterns, whether it's denial, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And it feels to me that 2009 is this year of of transition, mm-hmm. this year of of moving from the old way to the new mm-hmm. way. Yes, it feels like very much like we're in the birth canal to me. the birth canal. Yeah. Earlier we talked about the chrysalis, yeah. Yes. And I I look to that uh, amazing conjunction that we just, uh, we are actually in the the end of it, and it's going to be coming back on a couple of times, the conjunction with uh, Chiron and Neptune and Jupiter. Absolutely. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know, Chiron the wounded healer is offering this chance to heal um, Neptune is taking us to this transcendental level of awareness, mm-hmm. but also is 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 asking us to really be grounded. Because mm-hmm. if we're not, Neptune will offer us the chance to move, in, you know, into illusion as well. Yes. So Neptune's really and Chiron, all of them are saying, be grounded, be really well grounded. Mm-hmm and then be open to this, this opportunity to heal. Of course, mm-hmm. Jupiter mm-hmm. is shining his light uh, to expand our awareness, yes. to take us through this process, to yes. give us the light yes. to take us forward. Yes. And, of course, and also making it obvious about oh, what needs obvious. to go. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Very obvious. Yes. 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 It's not that, you know, we can't see this. We can. It's a mm-hmm. choice, though, of whether we deal with it. Yes. And if we don't deal with it, you know, 
it's going to be harder and harder, in fact, for us not yes. to deal with. Yes, we will have this, like, uh, it's happening. I mean, we're yes. in the gateway right now. We're in we're that the birth gateway. canal, and it's going on through December. And then we have, uh, don't we have an eclipse at the end of the very end of the we year? We do. We have an yes. eclipse later on. And, and mm-hmm. you know, eclipses, I've, I've worked very much with eclipses, both solar and lunar eclipses, since 1999 mm-hmm. and you know I'll be writing a little bit more about the sort of astrology for the rest of the year oh wonderful um, I look forward to dis- reading that, that. <laughs> thank you yeah. well if anybody would like to go to the website my website they can sign up to my free newsletter that comes out four times a year as, mm-hmm. as you know KG mm-hmm. and I always put um, a piece in there on what I call solar S-O-U-L-A-R mm-hmm. astrology to really guide people for that period of time ahead, so for three months ahead, mm-hmm. with those not not so much you know the, the the very personal influences, but these influences that are affecting all of us, mm-hmm. but also affect us at a personal level. Mm-hmm. Well, wonderful. So, do you have any uh, thing you'd like to share about what you feel we can each do to heal our relationship with Mother Earth? Well, one of the, the greatest things in my experience is to we've talked about the eighth chakra the universal heart that's Mm -hmm. opening for us now and this is the first of of a series of of transpersonal chakras that are now coming to use a computer speak they're coming online they're part of who we Mm -hmm. are at a soul level at a higher self level Mm -hmm. but we've really shut them down for a very long time and as the eighth chakra the universal heart opens within us that is the portal to really waking up and remembering who we really yeah. are. Um, and if people want to visit my website or read my books, they'll, they'll get a lot more information about the universal heart. Mm-hmm. But the ninth chakra, which I, a lot of people are, are, are now tuning into this, or the uh, others are calling it the Earth Star too. But when we, the Earth Star is about a hand's breadth beneath our feet. Mm-hmm. And when we ground ourselves through the earth star, as opposed to grounding ourselves through the root chakra, we gain not just a much more powerful uh, grounding, but we also connect at a very much more profound level with the consciousness of the living earth and, and all her realms and, and dimensions. So if anybody's doing planetary healing work or doing any work with crystals, with the angelic realms, with divas, working shamanically in any way, then grounding through the earth star is, is, you know, is key to that. Really being able to commune with Gaia, the living earth, at a much deeper level. Yes, and I find it wonderful for uh, connecting with your own contract with Mother Earth. Yes. with uh, your purpose and it really does help you to feel empowered uh, yes. sometimes when you feel your purpose it's like how can I carry this you know it really does help you get, get strengthen you to carry whatever the, the purpose is that's coming through for you on the day or um, that you're working on so so um so could you tell us something about your forthcoming workshop at the Omega Institute entitled Shaman, Sage, and Seer, Shifting Heart, Mind, and Purpose? I'd be delighted to. I'd be delighted to. Well, first of all, I was delighted that Omega Institute invited me because, as you probably know, they, they invite very few um, teachers 
from outside of the US. So that that was a lovely uh, invite to receive. Mm-hmm. And the weekend is the last weekend in this month in June. It's the 26th or 28th. Is your workshop already full? No, there's spaces. So um, because my work is getting more and more known in the US, and this is the first time yes. that I've worked at Omega. So if any of our listeners would like to uh, to come along to that, they'd be very, very welcome. And what is the dates of the workshop? It's the 26th to the 28th of June. Okay, wonderful. And essentially, the the the, the way that that the way that will be first will be a very experiential workshop, and I call it um, shaman, sage, and seer because in the past spiritual traditions have tended to emphasise one particular way of of reaching um, self uh, self knowledge, enlightenment, understanding. And the way the shaman has really been through the the uh, the path of the heart, the way the sage, as I describe it, is through the enlightenment of the the mind, and the way of the seer or the mystic, through the empowerment of of the purpose, the wonder of of the experience. But now we're being called, in my understanding, the shift is calling us really to embody all three of these: heart, mind, and purpose, to come together in the universal heart mm-hmm. and therefore to become conscious co-creators of both our personal and collective destiny. So throughout the workshop we're going to be discovering an integral vision of the holographic cosmos, mm-hmm. not just how the universe is, but how it is, but why it is it is and, and what everyone's crucial role as a co-creator is within that holographic cosmos. Mm-hmm. We're going to be experiencing how to access um, the energies of the universal heart of the eighth chakra, and also to ground through the energies of the of the ninth earth star chakra. Mm-hmm. We're going to be working with eight cosmic principles of of co-creation mm-hmm. that all spiritual traditions ultimately acknowledge. But how these underlie all our realities, and therefore how to align and attune with them to really be a cosmic surfer, if you like, mm-hmm. through this shift. And to, we're also going to experience how to connect with our own highest guidance mm-hmm. to discern the purpose of our soul in being here mm-hmm. and now. And finally, how to balance the energies of our heart and mind and purpose mm-hmm. to fully embody that soul purpose. There'll be a lot more. We'll go with the flow of the weekend. We will co-create and we will have a lot of fun. Now, I want to ask, are you going to make a video of your workshop that can be made available to other people? I would love to go to your workshop. It just sounds phenomenal. So if you could make that available, you know, I know Carolyn Mays makes some of her workshops available as DVDs. What we might do is, is rather than make this experiential weekend available, I'll be talking about this topic of Shaman, Sage, and Seer and we will be making a DVD of that. Oh, wonderful. The reason that I won't be um, videoing the workshop as such is that it is very experiential yes. and it's a very safe place. Yes. And everybody who's there, you know, I want to really empower them to go to the deepest level yeah. uh, that they can reach and the highest level they can yes. reach and to be able to, to feel completely free about expressing and sharing mm-hmm. without feeling that, you know, there's a video camera. Well, you almost sound like a, a midwife. 
<laughs> I, I've been called that many times. <laughs> and that's what it sounds like, a birthing process, you know, uh, yeah. and uh, into a, a greater awareness of oneself. And that whole, uh, the whole journey, the soul's journey for all the, the tools you need for making that journey is what it sounds like. That is my aim. That yeah. is my aim. Well, that, that's and, a beautiful... you know, for people to, 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 to enter if you like that workshop as a chrysalis and to leave it as a butterfly. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd love to be there. Oh, so, I would love you to be. Oh, well, we'll see what the universe has in mind. So uh, do you have anything else you'd like to share with us before guiding us in a universal heart meditation, Jude? Just to just to really say to our, our listeners that, you know, we're all in this together. We're all journeying through the shift together. We're all in this... Um, process of becoming masters conscious co-creators of our cosmic destiny Mm -hmm. and I feel this is such an incredible moment that we, it's not just about our own personal journey but it is about our collective journey and therefore to to take every opportunity to co-create with others in ways large and small and there are many people out there who who do need a lot of help Mm -hmm. And if you can offer that help, if you can offer that help in any small way, Mm -hmm. the greatest gift I think you can offer yourself in a way is Mm -hmm. to help others. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Well, that's beautifully put. And quite a challenge. I mean, that was beautifully put. So, are you ready to guide us? I am. Okay. I am. I hope our listeners are ready um, for this universal heart-centered attunement. It's going to last about seven, seven or eight minutes. And um, may I first invite you, um, I hope you already are, in a quiet space where you won't be disturbed and in a comfortable space where you can sit, preferably in a chair that supports your back and allows you to place both feet on the floor because that will help the energetic connection through the universal heart. It will also help you to ground um, the energies that will be flowing through you, through the Earth Star, and connect you with the heart of Mother Earth. And so if you're ready, I invite you to close your eyes. And for a few moments, just focus your attention on your breathing. And as you breathe out, gently sigh and intend to release any concerns and worries you may be holding. Just sigh that release, letting them go with honor, but letting them go. And then as you breathe in, feel a sense of renewal a gentle sense of renewal that subtly energizes and refreshes you. And allow that sense of refresh and renewal to flow through you. And so for a few moments, continue to focus on the cycles of your breath, feeling yourself becoming more and more relaxed and at peace. Gently and easily, focus on the cycles, the spirals of your breath, 
the release and the renewal as they take you deeper and deeper within to that place of calm and peace at the very center of your being. And when you feel balanced and peaceful, imagine that you're now breathing in a thread of light that flows deep within your heart. And as it does, a tiny sphere of light begins to form there, deep within your heart, growing and brightening with each breath as it grows to be a size that you feel is perfect for you at this time. And as this sphere of heart essence grows in its perfection, feel its loving energy nurture and nourish you with compassion and gentleness. And when you sense that the sphere of heart energy has reached its perfect size for you, sense that it gently rises up to the universal heart center, the eighth chakra, located midway between your heart and your throat. And as the sphere of light comes to rest here in the universal heart, imagine that you're breathing into the eighth chakra. And as you do, sense it opening, a portal, a bridge to your higher self and all that is. As you continue to breathe into the universal heart and sense it opening, when you feel ready, focus your awareness here and continue then to send your awareness downwards through your body to and through the ninth chakra, the earth star, a hand's breadth beneath your feet and on down into the earth. Continue to send your awareness down deep and deeper still until you feel and sense that you've reached the heart of the living earth, the heart of Gaia. And as you do, feel her welcoming you, her child, into her nurturing, nurturing love. And as she welcomes you, then feel a pulse of her life-giving love returning up and through the earth star, the ninth chakra beneath your feet, on and up through your body, up through the universal heart and on and up to the highest realms of spirit. And as you reach those highest realms of divine love, a returning pulse of unconditional compassion from there down into the universal heart within you. Gently and easily pulse this unconditional love through you, connecting heaven, earth, all that is and all that you are through the universal heart. And as each pulse of this divine love gently flows through you, feel that all boundaries and barriers are dissolving and you gradually feel more and more at one 
with the cosmos. More and more at one with all that is. Whilst you are in this divine love and peace, you may also wish to consciously connect with your higher self for guidance and healing. If you do, center your awareness gently in the universal heart and silently invite your higher self to reveal to you what you need to understand for your highest good and purpose. And I'm going to hold the space for you now for a couple of minutes just to feel that connection and open yourself to your highest guidance. you feel you're now ready to complete the attunement. Breathe deeply three times through the universal heart. And with each breath, gradually bring your awareness back fully into your body. Open your eyes 
for continuing on with your day. And I send you mm. love and joy and gratitude in the universal heart for a wonderful, magical day ahead. Mm. Thank you, dear dude. That was wonderful. KG, you're very welcome. I hope our listeners enjoyed that attunement. And, you know, as, as you and I both know, as, as we continue to practice attuning in the universal heart and energetically grounding through the Earth Star, we find that, you know, inspirational guidance and insight becomes clearer and clearer. Oh, and our definitely. sense of inner balance and well-being heightened and empowered. Mm-hmm. It really does. It's a it's a wonderful gift of spirit mm-hmm. and a wonderful gift of our higher selves mm-hmm. to empower us and actually wake us up <laughs> through this mm-hmm. incredible shift of awareness, this journey that we're mm-hmm. all on together to co-create our cosmic mm-hmm. destiny. Mm-hmm. And you are a wonderful guide for, for doing these heart attunements there's a, there's just such a rich um, unfoldment that happens in all of the journeys I've taken with you whether it's through you, uh, in a, your guided meditation on a show or in your CD for the universal heart both of them are just both of those are just they're just wonderfully rich so I want to invite everyone to please visit Jude's website, judecurvin.com, to learn more about Jude and her upcoming workshops and sacred journeys. That's judecurvin.com. Have a beautiful day. A warm mahalo to everyone. Thanks for joining us. Thanks again, Jude. It's been an absolute pleasure. Aloha, KG, and it's been a wonderful pleasure for me too. And have a great day, everyone and look forward to speaking with you again soon.